Glory to the name of the Lord Jesus. Beloved, we thank God for today and we thank the Lord for his goodness unto us. I'm Apostle Leon Kofi bringing you a word of encouragement this morning from the heart of your father. But before the word of God comes, be blessed by Don Muen. In this is song titled, I Will Rejoice. Surely you will have joy again. You will rejoice. God bless you. I'm gonna lift my voice and worship you and glorify your name among the nations. Oh, oh I will rejoice in everything I will give thanks to you. For you have been my help and my salvation. Sing it again. Glory, hallelujah, to the name of the Lord Jesus. What an amazing song. He says, I will rejoice. I will rejoice. And the will there talks about a choice, a choice. I will, I choose to rejoice. Like Habakkuk said, he said that even though the fig tree does not blossom and there's no oil, there shall be no oil, olive in the vine, nor that shall there be any cattle in the store. He said, yet will I praise him. I'll rejoice in the God of my salvation. I choose to rejoice in the God of my salvation. He said, there's no cattle in the store. Things look bleak, but I will rejoice in the Lord. I will have joy in the God of my salvation. Therefore, the Lord will make my feet like hinds feet and cause me to walk up in my high places. Beloved, there are certain times in life when you need to make that choice, the choice to rejoice or to go down. But I declare unto you by the word of your father, you are not going down but you will rejoice and the joy of the Lord shall become your strength and you will mount upon wings as eagle. Amen. Hallelujah. This morning I'm ministering to you a word I titled, The Lord Will Move 
your sackcloth. Yes, the Lord will remove your sackcloth. You know, a sackcloth was a garment worn in biblical times when people were in mourning. Thick, dark cloth that they would put on and then cover their head with ashes as a sign of mourning, as a sign of pain. So when people were in mourning, they would put on sackcloth and ashes. When they were grieving, they would do the same. When they were in trouble, they would do the same. And so, beloved, if I tell you that God will remove your sackcloth, it means God is taking away and taking away that clothing, that feeling, that emotion, and whatever is causing you to feel down, whatever is causing you to mourn or to sorrow, God will take it off you. Hallelujah. Because that is not the ultimate plan of God for you to be sorrowing and to be in sackcloth and in ashes. Amen. The psalmist in Psalm 30, a beautiful psalm, and that's our word for today. He says, I will extol you, O Lord, for you have lifted me up, and I have not let my foes rejoice over me. Hallelujah. O Lord, my God, I cried out to you, and you healed me. O Lord, you brought my soul up from the grave. You have kept me alive, that I should not go down to the pit. Hallelujah. Sing praise to the Lord, ye saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holy name. For his anger is but for a moment. His favor is for life. Hallelujah. I love this one. He said when God gets angry, it's just for a short while. But when he releases his favor, it's for life. What a wonderful God. What a wonderful daddy we have. He said that in his favor, his favor is for life. Amen. So the moments of pain are nothing. And they will pass because the favor of God, which is for life, is with you. Then he says, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And I prophesy to somebody this morning that this is your morning of joy. He said, now in my prosperity, I said, I shall never be moved. Lord, by your favor, you have made my mountain to stand strong. You hid your face and I was troubled. I cried out to you, O Lord. To the Lord, I made supplication. What profit is there in my blood when I go down to the pit? Would that thus praise you? Will it declare your truth? Hear, O Lord, and have mercy on me. Lord, be my helper. These are the words of a man in sore distress, a man in anguish, a man fighting for his life, he said. He said, Lord, if I die, how will that profit you? Will the dust praise you? How can I praise you if I'm dead? He was bargaining for life. He was pushing for life. But God, who is merciful, he said, I heard him. Amen. And he says, and this is the best part, the part we want to see today, the verse 11. He says, you have turned for me my morning into dancing. Hallelujah. God turned things around for him. Instead of dying, God gave him life. God removed the sackcloth and gave him joy. He said, you have put off my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness. Oh, this morning, may God take off any sackcloth that is covering your life or that you are covering your life with or has been released upon your life. It can be either way. But whatever it is, God, the ultimate power, in all the heavens and earth, says that he will take the sackcloth off you and give you joy. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. David said to the end that my glory may sing praise to you and not be silent. Because you've taken off my sackcloth and give me gladness. I will praise your name. I will continue to praise your name. I won't be silent. He said, oh Lord my God, I will give thanks to you forever. Hallelujah. Amen. Beloved, there's a time in life when it's like you are clothed with sackcloth. When life looks bleak, when things look bleak, when you sorrow, when you mourn, when you are going through a period, you know, a certain time in your life. But beloved, nothing is permanent. 
No condition is permanent. No situation is permanent. Everything is subject to time. Hallelujah. And to circumstances. Everything changes. The only thing that doesn't change in this life, in this world, is God and his, and his word. Hallelujah. So whatever we go through in life is for a season. It will end. Either way, it will end in some way. Hallelujah. But praise be to God that this morning your father is telling you that he's taking off the sackcloth of you and rather putting upon you the garment of joy, the garment of gladness. He will turn your weeping into dancing. Amen. Your mourning into joy. Hallelujah. He'll take off the sackcloth of you, that spirit of depression, that yoke of bondage, that spirit of that, that, that weight upon you. So you will rejoice again. He just doesn't leave you. He puts his garment of praise and thanksgiving upon you. So you will begin to rejoice. Hallelujah. This morning, may you rejoice in the God of your salvation. Jesus once said to his disciples, that these things are spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. Jesus wants his joy to be in us, to remain in us. Amen. That we, we will be full of joy. Amen. And he said also that he told the disciples that in this world they will have tribulation, there will be troubles, but be of good cheer because I've overcome the world, be of good cheer in spite of the tribulations coming, in spite of the, the circumstances, it said, be of good cheer. And that's what I'm telling you this morning by the Spirit of God, that is a choice. You have a choice to join in the Lord, to allow him to take off the sackcloth or to hold on to it. But I know, I know, I know that the power of the Word of God will cause there to be a release that the sackcloth shall be removed off you. Amen. And you will have joy. Beloved, there are certain things that bring joy to our life. The first thing is the word of God. You see, the word of God is life. The word of God brings life. The word of God is power. Amen. And when the word of God enters into your spirit, enters into your soul, there is a working within you. And that's why Jeremiah, the prophet Jeremiah in Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 16 when he was giving the scroll to you, he said, your words were found and I ate them. And your word was to me the joy and the rejoicing of my heart, for I'm called by your name, O Lord, Lord of hosts. Beloved, when you feel the sackcloth upon you, when you feel the weight of the burden of life, the first place you ought to go to is to the word, to your Bible. Hallelujah. I want to encourage somebody this morning to go back to the word. Go back to your Bible because that is where you find the heart of God, the mind of God, the will of God, the truth of God's word, which is above the fears you're going through, which is above the sorrow you're going through. The word of God will speak to you. The word of God will remove your sackcloth. Hallelujah. Beloved, you have a cause to rejoice in life. No matter what it is, you have a choice to rejoice. Amen. You have a cause to rejoice. Why do I say you have a cause to rejoice? Your father says to tell you that your Lord, the Lord, your God, your father, he is with you and he will save you and he will rejoice over you with gladness. He will calm you with his love and he will rejoice over you with singing. Imagine it. The Lord himself rejoicing over you. It's like a mother, you know, comforting her crying baby. When your baby is crying, mother's baby is crying and she takes the baby in her arms and she starts comforting the baby, calms the baby down and then you know, either feeds the baby and then you see the baby start to laugh or to gurgle. Amen. God says that that's how precious you are. Zephaniah 317, he says that the Lord your God in your midst, the mighty one will save you. God is with you 
And he has promised us in Hebrews 13, 5, that he will never leave us nor forsake us. So you have a cause to rejoice because God is with you. And he says that he will rejoice over you with gladness. He will calm you with his love. The assurance of God's love for you, beloved, should cause you to rejoice. The knowledge of God's presence with you, beloved, should cause you to rejoice. In the knowledge that you are not alone in your battle, you ought to rejoice. In the knowledge that he will work all things out for your good, should cause you to rejoice. In the knowledge that he has better plans for you than what you are seeing now, should cause you to rejoice. In the knowledge that there's a better future ahead because he has said so, beloved, should cause you to rejoice. Hallelujah. You will rejoice and you'll be glad in the goodness of the Lord. Surely he said that he will save you. Amen. So everything that you need, beloved, you will find in God. And that will bring a rejoicing to your soul. Amen. God is with you. Always know that. And in knowing that, beloved, you will rejoice. Because you know that you are not alone in the battles of life. Amen. Neither has God rejected you, deserted you, or abandoned you. He said, can a mother forget her baby that she has nursed at her breast? He said, yes, she may forgetful be. But the Lord said that he will never, ever forget you because he has engraved you in the palm of his hands. He cannot forget you. This morning, I speak to somebody that you are held in remembrance before the Lord even now, right now. Amen. God is watching over your life. Hallelujah. So the knowledge of God's presence with you should cause you to rejoice. The knowledge of God's love for you should also cause you to rejoice. Hallelujah. Listen to our ever popular scripture, John 3, 16. Bible says, for God so loved the world. So much was the love of God for the world. And the world is not the trees and the mountains. The world is really you and I, his people, so loved us that he gave up his only begotten son to die in our place. What manner of love is this? What kind of love is this? It's greater than the love of men. It's greater than any love. And that love of God is upon your life. That love of God is for you. He loves you with that perfect love. And so if you are brokenhearted because of man's behavior or because of the things that men have done to you, look unto God and receive his love for you and embrace his love for you, which is abiding, which is permanent. That love does not bear record of wrongs. That love is constant. Look to him for that love. And rejoice in the love of God for your life. Know that God loves you. Hallelujah. And beloved, you have cause to rejoice. You do every day of your life. You have a cause to rejoice. You see, the surety of God's covenant with you should cause you to rejoice. Amen. Because see, God's covenant with you is your security in life. God has secured you in a covenant relationship. That he is your father. Amen. And you are his child. In Isaiah 59, verse 21, God said, And this is my covenant with them, says the Lord. My spirit will not leave them, neither will these words I've given to you. They will be on your lips, on the lips of your children, and your children's children forever. I, the Lord, have spoken it. God says that he has a covenant with you, and by his covenant with you, his spirit will never leave you. Glory. His spirit will never leave you. And the Holy Spirit is the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of counsel. Amen. He will never leave you. He's your guide. He's your comforter. He will never leave you. And so rejoice in the knowledge that God has a covenant with you. And that covenant stands. Hallelujah. God says that my covenant with you, I will not break. Neither will I alter the things that have come out of my mouth. God is not a covenant breaker. He's a covenant keeping God. 
and in his covenant with you, he says that he will protect you. Glory. He will protect you so you don't have to fear. Because sometimes it's fear that causes us to you know, mourn. But he says in Isaiah 59, the verse 19, so shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. God is speaking. God is speaking. This one God is speaking to you. And he's saying that when the enemy comes up against you, as strong as a flood of mighty waters, he said the spirit of the Lord will raise a standard and say, hey, stop. Stop it. This one belongs to me. Amen. So you have that security of God's protection, God's preservation with you at all times. Why are you afraid? Why are you stressing? Why are you mourning? Beloved, rejoice. Hallelujah. Rejoice. And you know, it's so important that we should also keep in prayer. Because if prayer will keep you in the place that will give you faith, bring faith and hope. Amen. When, when prayerlessness comes in, you become dry and your connect with God is broken, you know, and it's not strong. And so you do not receive as you ought to receive from God. Your spirit is less sensitive when you're not praying. But when you are in prayer all the time, what happens is that your spirit connects to the spirit of God and he releases into your spirit the heart of God and the mind of God. And nothing will terrify you. You will rejoice. Hallelujah. You will rejoice. Jesus said his house also shall be called the house of prayer. Amen. Do not forsake the assembly of the brethren. As you go into the house of the Lord constantly, beloved, joy will be restored to you. David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I was glad. The house of the Lord is a place of joy and gladness because the presence of the Lord is there. The heart of God is there. His hand is there. And there you will see his face. Glory. So to restore your joy, beloved, go off into the house of the Lord. Stop hiding. But you know, the enemy does this. When he wants to depress you and destroy you, he secludes you. He's a, he just puts you away, pulls you away from that which will bring you joy, from that which will bring you gladness. Beloved, we look to God. Amen. And we shall not be ashamed. Those of us who seek God, let us seek him with all our hearts. Amen. Because he is the sure rock of our lives. Hallelujah. Listen, God is your portion in the land of the living. Hallelujah. And God says he will never leave you nor forsake you. Amen. Now, Isaiah 51, verse 1 to 3, God says something. He says, he says, listen to me, you who full of the righteousness, you who seek unto the Lord, look to the rock from which you are hewn. If you only look at yesterday, yesteryear, you realize that God has been with you. Amen. He says that, look to him. He said he called Abraham alone and he blessed him. Beloved, and he said that he will send comfort to you. He will comfort every waste area of your life. Whatever is going wrong, God said he's sending you comfort today. Will you receive it? Beloved, receive the comfort of the Lord. Rest in the love of the Lord. Know that God is with you. And as you embrace all these things that the Spirit is saying to you today, joy and gladness will return to your life. The sackcloth will be taken off. And rather, a garment of praise and thanksgiving will be put upon you. Receive that garment today in the mighty name of Jesus. Rejoice, beloved. Rejoice in the Lord. Again, I say rejoice. 
Have a wonderful day. Let me pray over you. Holy Spirit of God, this morning I thank you for my beloved's life. I pray that, Lord, you release joy into their spirits and cause their hearts, my God, to rejoice in you. My God, put off the sackcloth of them. Put upon them the garment of praise and testimony. My God, let them rise up in the song and in the dance. My God, in the laughter. My God, in the joy of a people who have been bought with a precious price. A people who are loved by their Father. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, beloved. If you have not given your life to Jesus, this is the time. Pray this prayer after me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I believe in my heart that you are the Son of God who came to die for my sins. Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. Come into my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. God bless you, beloved. If you pray this prayer, joy unspeakable and full of glory has come to you. The spirit of joy, the comforter, he's in you right now. So be glad and rejoice in the goodness of the Lord. Have a wonderful day, a joyful day. But remember to share this good word with as many people as you can. Amen. God bless you, Team Barnabas. Let's get working now. God bless you.